I am a little insecure this week as the King brothers have a guest on the show. I hope I am not being pushed out. And to think, I was actually going to get them some cake. Hello everybody, this is episode 26 of That King Thing, and as GLaDOS has alluded to, we're not really bothered about Joshua and James this week, because we do have a special guest, which is Phil from Don't Lose Your Headlines. Would you like to say hello, Phil? Hello, Phil. Hello, Phil. Yes, so Phil is here <laughs> uh, after I was on Don't Lose Your Headlines last week. Um, well, actually it went out Monday this week, so depending on how you look at it. But um, that was a very interesting experience for those guys, I think, having somebody as crazy as me on the show with my <laughs> insanely good descriptional skills. And yes, <laughs> Phil's now returning the favour. Um, yeah. You fit in just fine, I should say. Would, would, <laughs> well, if you say so. If you say so. Um, yes, and we also, well, we also got a mention on the radio um, because we were, well, I was a guest on the Squeak radio show on Sunday, which again was a podcast that went out on Monday as well, so feel free to check that out if you want. Um, so yeah, just do you want to just quickly introduce yourself, Phil, so the listeners know who you are? Yeah, I'm, uh, well, I'm Phil. Um, I am from the Don't Lose Headline podcast, as Tom said, which is, um, how do I describe Don't Lose Your Headline? We, list, um, we all come to the podcast with a different story, a uh, new story, something we find on the internet, but they're always very funny or rude or silly or just plain ridiculous um but there's a chance that we've made the story up uh, it's up to the others to try and figure out which one's real which one's fake and uh it's mainly an excuse for us to all just talk complete toss and um make fun of each other and if, if you listen to previous series you'll note that uh, i am particularly mean to brett and chris throughout <laughs> so. uh, forcing them to do all kinds of weird things <laughs> for your listening pleasure so there you go that's what we do there you go. Um, yeah, it was very good fun to be on. Uh, as I said to you earlier, it was uh, nice and interesting to say the least. And I thought I thought I'd messed up, but like you said, it was almost like a call my bluff. I kept saying the article, and I was thinking, God, I've I've given the game away. I've told them that it's in an article, and you're like, No, we play call my bluff style all the time. You've got to do that to make people think it's real. It's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, we do. We do so. all sorts. We do um, the my favorite one that we've all done at some point is the pretending that you've made a mistake while reading. Which we do all the time. So you'll be reading it. You'll be saying, "So such and such said." Um, uh, no, hold on, doesn't say that. Let me go back a minute. <laughs> it's just crap. You're just talking complete crap. So, so my genuine mistakes then probably bored into that. Ah, oh, he's faking that. He's faking that. Yeah. So, well, you got me, didn't you? I did actually. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So it it also provoked this new sound clip for Glados. I'll just I'll use it just before we go into the news. That king thing where game show concepts go to die. Yep. Because you, you were saying how you love the fact that our game shows are um, so interesting, let's say. Interesting. But we've got a good one for today, so yes. So should we, uh, should we crack on and run through the news? Sound good? Let's have a go. Yeah, let's do that then. Oh, nobody did it this week. I expected news. a news. <laughs> I was a bit delayed, sorry. <clears throat> yeah, you're fine. Um, right, so here is your gaming news for the 22nd of September 2016. Um, 
the big one from this week, I think, personally, is Hideo Kojima has now officially distanced himself from the very controversial Metal Gear, Meta, oh, I can't even say it, Metal Gear Survive. Um, and at the weekend, he basically said, that's nothing to do with me. The Metal Gear games are about political fiction and espionage. Where do zombies fit in with that? And then since then, there's been one of those huge mass dislike things on YouTube, like, like what we had with uh, Infinite Warfare. It's not as big as that, but as it stood when I looked earlier, there was about one and a half thousand likes to 23,000 dislikes. So it's very heavily weighted towards um, the dislike side. I've seen I've seen the new hashtag as well. I don't know if anyone's seen this. The um, It's the hashtag fuck Konami. Oh, seen, man, that's been... Yeah. Well, Konami well... Has- it's been going around quite a lot this week, let's put it that way. Yes, I can imagine it's been going around yeah, a lot. That's it, from uh, Jim Sterling, that is. Yeah, I'm going to say it's been around quite a while, hasn't it, from Jim? Never even yeah, thought about it. Yeah, the full thing that. is, uh, fuck Konami, because Konami is Konami, and Konami is the worst. There you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's doing the rounds. And I've seen a lot of comments on the YouTube video along the lines of, didn't come here to watch, just came here to dislike, and <laughs> thing, things of the like, which are always good to see on YouTube. The, the online community sticking together as they do. Um, any thoughts on that Metal Gear Survive? Has anyone seen that no. video? Completely going out of concept. Yeah, it's completely justifiable, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Typical bloody Konami, really. I, you want money? <laughs> Let's put zombies in the game. Well, I, I was ready to sit on the fence about it until I saw the video, and then pff, no chance for me. No yeah. chance. I was re- willing to give it a chance, but no. It's not just zombies; it's unicorn zombies. Even yeah, they have those weird spikes sticking out. Red, yeah, the red spikes in the head coming out the neck. You shoot them in the head or whatever, and then you just get this big pink spike in the top. It's like, what the hell is that? I don't even, I don't even get what that is. And the main thing is, the video was in Japanese, so even if I wanted to know what they were saying, I had no clue whatsoever. So that didn't Google help. Translate that shit. Do you want to uh, do a Japanese accent, Thomas? No, my Japanese accent can stay on the "Don't Lose Your Headline" podcast forever. Yeah, we need Brett for that. Yeah, we do need Brett's <laughs> Japanese accent. You um, never actually did your dwarven. No, I didn't. On, uh, thanks for bringing that up because that's now going to get meant brought. That's now going to get done now, isn't it? That's what you want me I to do. I'm going to say Achendun and see what you say. Achendun. There we go. Achendun. <laughs> see that that comes. I don't understand. That comes from the fact that. For years and years, though, we called... What did we used to call it before we found out? It was called Arkendun. Archindon or something. There's like a destroyed city in World of Warcraft, Burning Crusade, and it was called Archindon. Well, that's what we thought it was. And then we heard someone in the one of the newer expansions pronounce it Arkendun, and I'm like, oh, it sounds like the little Scottish dwarves. Arkendun! And then, now I can't do anything but say that yeah, whenever we go past it. Arkendun! <laughs> Now it's Brewfest on WoW, and oh, they're all Brewfest. singing out. They're all singing outside, uh, outside it at the festival, and they randomly stop the music and all go. He was looking at me, bum. <laughs> so, oh, that's, that's the new for you to say. No, that's <laughs> they've always said that each year. They use he's looking at me, bum. That's <laughs> how they say it. There you go. See dwarf accent for the win. <laughs> It's like the only accent in the world I can do, and it's still terrible. Say things that he's going to have to say in the dwarven accent now. I, well, I tried to do it for Phil after the podcast was recorded, and what did I end up saying? Something like, go to the chopper, in a really bad dwarven accent. I, 
I can't remember. I don't <laughs> dig up the file, which is all chopped up somewhere. It's got, it's got you can, in there. I was, you... It very nearly ended up a soundbite after the credit track. Oh, no. At the very end, it was just going to have you talking <laughs> in the end, but I decided not to. Good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Can you think of anything Bram Bronzebeard actually says, Joshua, that I can mimic? I'd say that's a no. There's <laughs> a no. Over there, my dungeons are long and very, very annoying. <laughs> oh, yeah. You wait there while I go open the door or something. Just a minute. I just got to do this one last switch. <laughs> there you go. Well, now, there's, now there's no stopping him. <laughs> no, that's it. I'm going to move on to the next news item because this is going to get out of hand. Um, <laughs> Battlefield 1 devs have apparently been listening uh, to and implementing feedback responses from the beta, which recently ran, which we partook in. Uh, the conquest mode scoring is being adjusted so you can score more from kills. Rush is also getting some updates, although they've not mentioned any specifics. And then the vehicle and horse balancing is getting a bit of a tweak, which is probably going to mean a nerf to the horses and the small tanks because they were both pretty um, overpowered, weren't they, during the beta? The, 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 the small tanks were, definitely. I saw so many people camping on cliffs with 27 to 0 entire match me and Courtney sat in one tank never got blown up yep. fuck people up I think I think I saw something about them adding a new demolition style class to to help balance it as well so there's more classes that can help take down stuff like that well the assault one's more than good at it it's got anti-tank grenades and they're fucking amazing yeah but not good enough for them to need to rebalance the tank that's the point true uh-huh. you, you folks have both played the beta then yeah. Uh, yeah. D- James, James, you played it as well, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I played it yeah. for a bit. Yeah, so we've okay, all so had I, a good. Yeah. Uh, question for you then: How how did you find it? That it's okay. Not as amazingly brilliant as hmm. I thought it were going to be, but that's two game modes and one map. It's yeah. still a viable game, though. It's not like it's, it's, yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I think it's still going to be a very viable purchase. The the thing that ruined the beta a little bit was it the fact that it was just the one map yeah i could deal with the two game modes but there wasn't enough variety in it but i understand why they're not going to do that because this week they said something about that there's only nine maps in it as standard and then a tenth that will be a free download between release and christmas or something like that so and then the map packs are going to be based in certain countries aren't they yeah so they don't want to i get that they don't want to release too much um yeah i don't think we've got time for another bit between now and launch i suppose we have we've got like a month haven't we it's is it 21st people said they say they take i'm gonna shut up Okay, <laughs> but yeah, it's your valuable. It's a game. One out usually two or three weeks before. Yeah, so we might see something yeah. early October as a f- final test, maybe to test some yeah. of these tweaks that they've said that they're going to yeah. be making. Um, but there's no word on it yet, definitely. But I, I think that it's a nice throwback to the traditional sort of side of where those kind of games came from with the, with the sort of single bolt action rifles and and stuff like that and yeah. the horses okay. and the biplanes and things it's Shoot somebody once or twice and they die like in real mm-hmm. life yeah. it's pretty amazing to be honest it's it, it's a refreshing change to the jump around jetpack bullshit that you get in call of duty yeah, but I say, there's not not as many flyers on that shall i mm-hmm. shall i say something They'll make yeah. me massively unpopular. Well, you love Call of Duty, probably, don't you, Phil? Probably get lynched. <laughs> uh, no, 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 not Call of Duty. But I've oh. I've played um, the previous Battlefields and stuff. But this Battlefield One, I haven't really found very much interest in. I've been watching it a lot. Lots of people posting tons of uh, 
gifts and videos and stuff like that, yeah. particularly from the beta and everything. Flipping loads of them, mainly about the books, but let's give them the But I, f- I can't help but feel that it's a mismatch between the concept of what Battlefield is and its gameplay style to the setting itself. So what you folks are saying about the bolt action guns and all that kind of stuff is, is good to see. It's nice to see something different in the shooter world, uh, in the shooter genre, I should say, I suppose. Um, it is good to see that, but it just looked like a Battlefield game skinned up to look a bit like World War One. I think what bugs me is World War One had this whole trench warfare thing. It wasn't people running yeah. around like mental. Yeah, I get and that. And I can't help but feel that it's just a mismatch <clears throat> in the concept of the thing. I'm, I'm, the, you do you for the game and all that for people out there before you all come and shoot me. <laughs> if you enjoy yeah. it, great. <laughs> that, you uh, it. I'm not that, taking it away from That you. is probably but, the only thing that I would take away from it as yeah. a major negative is the fact that that map in particular that they used in the beta, the big one, which is far too open and huge, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and it, yeah. it's just it's just all open. The the one that they we saw a lot of that we've not had a chance to play yet. The the one that was like the little town almost felt a yeah. little bit more accurate for what the game's trying to do. But I, I've got to agree that it did feel far too open. I can't yeah. can't dispute that be, at all. It'd be interesting to see what it's like when the big main yeah. game comes out. See if it's got a bit yeah. more whole. You dug in one side, them dug in the other sort of thing. Because yeah. yeah. that's very much what World War One was like. It was just a massive slog fest, really. Exactly. Well, yeah, people, it weren't a load of different planes flying around with guys yeah. on horses and then tanks and then soldiers. It was a specific fight. Yeah. If it was ma- man versus man, that's what you got. That's, if it were a dog fight, that's what you got. That's yeah. why I think Rush is going to be a prime game mode to play. Because obviously Rush yeah. is the one way... You've got one team yeah. dug in, and you've got one team trying to move forward and take yeah. an objective and push them yeah, back. That sounds a lot more. And I yeah. think Rush is the game mode that you want to be playing. But a lot of people were playing the conquest mode, where you got to take the objectives and, uh, or you got to hold the objectives, or yeah, whatever the, the logic is. Which is not my gameplay. That not not for that style of game. Anyway, I'm definitely more into the Rush mode, where you're trying to push forward. And I think that'll suit it a lot more once the full game's out there. Yeah. I mean, just, well, despite we'll my see. criticism, I I really hope it does well. Yeah. Just because it will be, it'd be good to have a big AAA title bring World War One as a setting yes. to the limelight, so that other people yeah. might consider it. Because we've had Verdun, yeah, uh, it's another shooter that came out for World War One, but there's not a lot for World yeah. War One, and uh, it's a it's a sort of an untapped area for uh, for gaming. So yeah. I hope it does well, just for that purpose alone, really. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's like the everybody new... will want to jump on the bandwagon if it does well, won't they? Yeah, and that's what I hope. The, the only thing is, I hope it doesn't get done to death if it does well. Yeah, of course. Like World War Two. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like the future fucking. Well, shit like jetpacks, yeah, jetpacks. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. speaking of weird future things, Gears of War Four has a new trailer, um, and I'm more interested in the nothing else matters cover on it because I'm weird. They always have a good song on the Gears of War. <clears throat> I forgot what they do. It was a it was a David Bowie song on the last one, wasn't it? I don't yeah. remember what it was on the last one. What song? Can you can you remember what it was, James, on the last trailer? No, don't know. I just know it was David Bowie. I can't remember what song it was. Yeah, but yeah, it was a really good cover, and I was more interested in that. And as soon as I heard it, I went away and googled the Nothing Else Matters cover from Gears of War Four. <laughs> Who sang it? I don't. Um, it was a girl, wasn't it? But I had no it, idea who it was. It, I think, if I remember right. A name is just Lesie, Lesie. I don't know how you pronounce it. It's um, Le- Lesie would be unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> I think it may. It is, oh no, it's Lizzie. It's Lizzie, but it's with double S instead of a Z. That's what okay. threw me. It's got S's in it. It's L I S S I E. 
So Le- it's Lissy rather Lissy. than Lizzy. Yeah, Lissy. Lissy. But yeah, her it's a good cover. Don't know how to spell. I can't <laughs> tell if it's her name though or a band name because there's her and then there's like obviously she's got bandmates playing. Lissy and the, the other instruments. Lissy, Lissy and the Lissy and the backing band. Oh yeah, let's let's. Uh, I can't even say it. Lissy and the Lizzies. <clears throat> so, Phil, is that story <laughs> true or fake? <laughs> no, unfortunately, I haven't got any of that. I, I really should have thought about it, and we should have saved James's Call My Bluff game for this week. It would have been good, wouldn't it? It would have it would have fit better, but oh well, we'll play yeah. Mastermind in a bit. Be fine. Uh, but yeah, in, in short, it, there's nothing particularly new in the Gears of War 4 trailer other than that it just confirms everything that we've kind of put together and seen over the internet which is it's 25 years ahead of the last games from when the locusts were wiped out um there's been a time of like peace and a new world and stuff like that and a new threats back and marcus and his son jd have to save sarah as they did before jjb's gonna come back jjb jd sparks Wow, that was G-G-B. bad. That is not that is not worthy of the joke snares. <laughs> this, see, Phil, this is the kind of stuff I have to put with week after week. Just say. I'm trying. You've been with it for 21 years. <clears throat> yeah. uh, is anyone actually really interested in Gears of War 4? Is it just a bit of a meh? It'll be a bit of a. If it's cheaper, I'll get it. Yeah. Really, you were you were the biggest one of the three of us on Gears of War. Yeah, you you were obsessed yeah, with it. I went obsessed with it. <clears throat> I liked it. I'm <laughs> obsessed with it. I'm exactly about, the same as that. Yeah. I played the first Gears of War and had that reaction to it. I was like, well, yeah, okay, that was fun, but I don't feel yeah. I need to do it again or anything. It was one of the first games on it on 360, yeah. though, not it? So you sort of had to be like that until Halo came out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's like Gears 1 and 2, I was pretty happy with like as games. I enjoyed playing them. And then after that, I just I get the feeling that it's just always the same stuff. It always feels the same. It never feels any different, does it? It's, I think that's its problem. Have we had the have we had the big <coughs> mech type things before in Gears of War? <coughs> the big they showed them in the big mech things because they showed them, didn't they, in the in the trailer? I don't I think so. Point. I can't. Well, I, not not from my <laughs> not from my experience of them. We had the huge. Um, I can't remember the, what they were called uh, now. They were the, the, no, there was the huge walkers, wasn't there? That um, was that Gears Two. The absolutely yeah. massive walker things with like the um they had like almost a ship deck on their back and you yeah, used to yeah. fight loads of stuff on them. Cowboy used... guy was on it. Yeah. Yeah, it was a cowboy movie. guy. But yeah, I can't think of anything mech. Just it's all been like alien life form really, hasn't it? Oh, be interesting. So. Well, they, it was in that trailer, wasn't it? <clears throat> Towards the yeah. end they all jump in those yeah. kind of looking robot things. Yeah. Well this is the that thing is I, I can't work out if it's the locust that's back because obviously the locust was supposed to be killed. And there's a couple of things in there that look suspiciously locust, isn't they? Like that pick up some of the guns and stuff. Yeah. So I'm trying to work out what it is that's going on because that's the only thing I'm not sure of yet. I'm sure of pretty much how the rest of it works, just not that bit. I'm pretty sure I killed all the locusts last time I played it. So uh, well, thank thanks for that, Joshua. Appreciate <laughs> it, bro. Josh is on it. Stop. <laughs> no need to make a sequel. We don't need I the new game. a lot of emulsion everywhere, though. <laughs> Maybe you didn't save it. <laughs> yeah, you, you, oh, you lo- oh, you lost the memory card. And now the, that yeah. game save's no, gone. No Gears of War three save game data detected. You'll oh. have to start again. The locust. The locust are back. <laughs> there you go. And that's the reason there's a Gears four, everybody. And that's why they brought out a new console. So yeah. you got rid of all your old save games. 
an they excuse. Should that as a, they should add that as a subline to Gears of War 4. They could call it Gears of War 4, save data corrupted. Yes. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Expansion pack. Stealing Skyrim Sunder. Yeah. Um, another piece of news for this week, which Faith revealed on the squeak while I was live on the radio, told her off for stealing one of our headlines. It's not really How a headline. But it's not really a headline. And to be fair, she was Googling it while we were talking, so she had a piece of gaming news to talk about. It was quite funny. But yeah. Competitive face. Yeah, she's she's very competitive. Very she is. competitive. She was, yeah. I'm not very good at those kind of games, as as we all know, but Faith is super competitive. She wasn't actually... I know I said she was punching me at one point, but she actually wasn't. That was just me making jokes. She's not that competitive. <laughs> completely trying, believed it, though. Trying to make people feel sorry for you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just getting thrashed. So you wanted to add physical abuse in there too? Well, the fact that I failed two ten-point questions to give me a win in both (laughs) games just says a lot about my skill in those games. They were screwy questions, though. They were they were bad, weren't they? Those last two. I would have said the same as you. Yeah. Thanks. I'll take that. It's alright. But yeah. Anyway, as as Faith revealed, Destiny: Rise of Iron is here this week. Um, But what she didn't predict, even though we probably could have, is that it's been hit by shitloads of connectivity issues at launch. It's not been working properly, but it seems to be stable now. Um, it was stable last night when I got in from work. Yeah, it was. It was like sort of last night and the day before that it seemed to like like sort of early hours, and then yeah. into t- yesterday that it seemed to calm down. But um, essentially, it's covering the history of the Iron Lords. Is that right, Joshua? I've got this. It right. is. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I don't want to say anything because there's a lot of like. Is it? Boy- is it, wor- is it worth getting back into Destiny for then? Because I, I got back into Destiny seems... for the last thing. What was it? Taken King? Yeah, Taken King. It seems so far so good. Yeah. And, like, they give you a book which tracks everything that you do, and it's got a list of all the things that you can do in it. You're supposed to, it's like a checklist, and once you've completed a book, you get some awesome shit. Cool. And you level up by doing things on it and whatever. And when you level up, you get new items and legendaries and all sorts of random glowy shit. <laughs> but yes. there's a lot of stuff in that book and there's a lot of it question marked. The there's question two pages that's all question marked, the, so there's going to be a lot to do. The question from me would be, as somebody that kind of gets into Destiny, plays the story of the whatever the expansion or DLC is and then turns it off and never touches it again until the next one, can you get straight back into it? You can, yeah, because I'm like that too. I did it up Fine. to the point where I'd beat the Taken King a good few times, and then that right, I were done. And what does it cost here in this country? Naff, fuck knows. I didn't buy it. You didn't <laughs> buy it. No, got... Ricky bought it. Ricky bought it on uh, oh, on Game Share. On Game Share, and he just sent me a message saying I bought this today. Try and get others to buy it too. I'm like, well, it's a bit short notice, but I've got it. It's okay. free. Why not? <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. Yeah. Have, have you ever been a Destiny man, Phil? Or has never, never taken oh, your fancy? Oh, God, no. 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 <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Fine. So I'm just sitting here nodding That's on a podcast. I'm on Phil's side. <laughs> are you, are you've played Destiny, though, haven't you, James? No. All oh, right. I thought, I thought you'd played it, but not enjoyed. It's, it's, no, it's no. essentially, it's I Halo. It. To me, it's basically Halo as a. a a console attempt at MMORPG, as in, it's never MMO because it's on a console, um, but it's got levelling up and gear and stuff, so it's basically Halo meets RPG with other people involved. With what used to be Peter Dinklage and now not Peter Dinklage. Yeah, they ruined it They ruined it as soon as they got rid of Peter Dinklage. They ruined it as soon as they got rid of him. Yeah. 
the first thing the first thing that I said when I heard that guy's voice again was I miss him. Yeah. <laughs> and then the so last that I am. And then the last thing we've got this week is just that For Honor has been pretty fun, and there's been the was it an alpha or a beta that we had access it an to? Alpha. It was an alpha. It was a closed alpha. Yeah, and I'm liking the knights at the minute just because the big bulky swing swords around and just smack the shit out of stuff. <laughs> but that's that's going to be a problem because they're slow. So, if you want something big to swing around, then you need to be a Viking. That's right. It sounded sexual, but it's not. That's true. <laughs> Vikings are bigger and they have bigger weapons. Yeah, but I just like the... It's like the Templar thing and stuff. I've always liked that era of history, like Richard the Lionheart and stuff. I just just like the idea of the actual attacking, where you choose which direction and height and stuff that you're actually hitting somebody and you've got to counter it properly. Isn't that quite similar to... um, Oh, hell. uh, War of the Roses, I think, did it? I've not played it. It's a, PC, it's a PC game for you. You guys are mostly console, aren't you? We're, um, I'm I'm hybrid. Sound, yeah, but J- James, James is definitely console. Right, okay. <laughs> so it was a PC game, War, War of the Roses, quite similar. Um, really clunky though, and didn't go down particularly well. So it looks like For Honor is a uh, more polished version yeah. of that. It does sound that way. But yeah, I like, I like I, I've not tried Samurai. Have you seen much of Samurai, Joshua? In that, I've not seen much of it at all. No. Yeah, I'm definitely liking Knights the best. They're too short, they get killed too easily, and they sound like you when you do your Japanese accent. (laughs) How (laughs) are you? Do you think there's a a, uh, Harry Kiri option in there? (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if Brett's done any voice acting for the Japanese characters. (laughs) I hope he has. Fingers crossed. That would be great. If you were going to get... The thing is, is I call Brett the, uh, the mini Viking... (laughs) <laughs> mini hairy viking and you've got vikings in it so if he was going to do anything he should do that because if ever you've actually seen brett he just looks like a very small round viking <laughs> well that that'd be pretty good if um i can find a way to compare brett as a round hairy viking to something else and give the viewers like a comparative description Go just ahead. like just like apples and conkers and fish and <laughs> <laughs> This is see. I'm just dropping subtle hints of this is why you need to go listen to the don't lose your headlines. Yeah, yeah. Can I just say I found the water the uh, windmill of piss like hilarious. Oh, the the four streamer. Oh god. I I went for a piss today at work in a cubicle, and for some reason that popped into my head. So I pissed thinking of you, Phil. Wow. (laughs) There you go. There's a new hype for me, I suppose. Hang on. That that just begs for this soundbite as ever. That King thing, where quality podcasting is an afterthought. <laughs> I should have really skipped this a bit because there's too many of these big drums first. We are going to be here a while until it starts up properly, aren't we? Yep. <laughs> should have really skipped it 10 seconds. <laughs> well, viewers, it's getting there. Right, viewers? <laughs> there we go. Ted stuff. It's podcast versus podcast mastermind. Ooh. Oh. We have Phil, the guest from Don't Lose Your Headlines, Ooh. versus James, unfortunately for Ooh. us. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice how the pitch of music changes? The, the thing is, though, I timed that quite well, though, I think. I feel that. James is winning in our little game. He I is, in fairness. Te- technically, so, he is the strongest yeah. candidate, but exactly. I, I doubt that this is going to go very well. <laughs> 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 for us, I mean. So, 
Yeah. So this is going to be podcast versus podcast. I'm going to try, and anyone else we have on, we'll keep a running total of like who scores what and stuff like that. So the more points you get, Phil, the better. On the basis that you could be the highest on the leaderboard that I start, and maybe somebody else will eventually join you on. Top Gear lap time no, no style. Pressure, no pressure. No pressure. Yeah. It's like doing the first Top Gear lap. You will eventually get beaten, possibly. You get by but you're going to be on top for a while, and then yeah, James Blunt will come and spank you. Yeah, you do like to be on top, so let's do this. Diamond. So. so how long, how long is this music going for? Oh, not much longer. <laughs> Forever. It, is it, it doesn't, doesn't continue anymore because I just closed it to do my um, little timer. <laughs> right, so our first contestant, I think, is going to be Phil. So okay. Guests first. Guests first. I think that's only fair. Okay. So, contestant number one, your name, please. Phil. Occupation? Magnificent wizard. And a podcaster and uh, a writer and there's a number of things here it's difficult to answer that question I'm just going to say keep puff. going it's fine <laughs> <laughs> and, your, <laughs> and your specialist <laughs> subject please Phil <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm doing uh, the old classic Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines okay so Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines two minutes mm. starting now in what city is the game set Los Angeles correct what is the explosive Mercutio asks you to retrieve from Dennis on the beach. Astrolite. Correct. What is the name given to the vampires that found the Holy Grail? Pass. In what year did the game originally launch? Oh, hell. Uh, 2001, I think. Incorrect. Uh, what What famous first person shooter features on a pinball machine in the playtime? on Santa Monica Pier. Uh, Call of Duty. Correct. Uh, what is the real name of the Venture Prince of Los Angeles? Sebastian LaCroix. Correct. Of what country did Mithras claim princeship of? Um, pass. Uh, the character Knox Harrington is not a human or a vampire. What is he? Uh, he's a ghoul. Correct. Uh, when a prosthetic store owner, Stanley Gimbel, asks you into his basement, what does he wield as a weapon? A severed arm. Correct. <laughs> Which clan is known as the Clan of the Wanderer? Uh, Gangrel. Incorrect. Uh, of the clan... Sorry, of which clan is Dracula a member? Um, Zemisi. Correct. Uh, which clan are not considered true vampires... Uh, due to becoming such way by an ancient mystical ritual. Uh, that could apply to two, but I'll say Tremere. Tremere is the answer I was looking for. Thank you. Uh, at uh, Around the time of which famous battle does LaCroix claim his embrace occurred? The Napoleonic Wars. Battle of Waterloo. I'll, I'll, I'll accept. Of I'll, 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 I'll <laughs> accept the Napoleonic Wars because that's a very good score. And my alarm won't stop. Please stop alarm. Thank you. Wow, that was quite impressive. I, I had a couple of questions left for you. I thought you might get to the end with the way you were going through them. So, on that, Phil has scored 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Uh, and you have passed, passed or answered incorrectly on uh, the vampires that found the Holy Grail with a clan of bitter ashes. Um, 
I've never heard of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go me on research. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, the year the game originally launched was 2004. Oh. Um, uh, what country did Mithras claim princeship of was apparently England. Um, oh, and uh, the clan known as the Wanderers, sorry, the clan known as the Clan of the Wanderers was Ravnos, yes. Yeah. Did you realise after? It was, yeah. it was a toss-up. I couldn't decide if it was Gangrel or Ravnos, so I just picked the one that was in the game. Oh, <laughs> you done pretty well there. It's probably... Well, it's definitely better than I would have done because I'd have got none of that. I'm happy. I'll take that. Yeah. I feel like that was two minutes of your listeners going, what the hell was that about? <laughs> <laughs> if any... I, I, as I said to you during the week, the research on that has actually made me more interested to go try the game. I've always liked the look of it, just never got around to kind of buying it and playing it. Yeah, but if you like... If you researching like really, it, yeah. Yeah, if you, if you like really lore-heavy uh, stuff, then it's a great game. There's so much history to Vampire, because it started yeah. off as a tabletop game, yeah. uh, and it's had a number of computer games made. So, <clears> yeah, if, you, if you're interested in all that background stuff, you'll love the game. Cool. So, yes, go check out Vampire, Masqu- Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, if you haven't already, and you like that kind of thing. So, contestant number two, your name, please. James. And your occupation, James? Almighty Bean Flicker. Wow. <laughs> and the bar has been lowered. Hang on a minute. The two occupations were Puff and Mighty Bean Flicker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and and your specialist subject, please, James. Uh, Grand Theft Auto main story. Grand Theft Auto 5 single player campaign, yes? Because that's what I've got written down here, and that's what your questions are on. I was impressed for a minute then if we were going to do the original Grand Theft Auto. (laughs) So, GTA 5, single player campaign, two minutes start now. What is Franklin's surname? Um, Pass. Wow. (laughs) What is the the name of the four-seat light helicopter? Oh, no. oh my god wow James thanks for winning this one for us what takes place in the in the Trevor mission crystal maze that you do for Tao Cheng um, uh, pass. oh my god you're not even trying what is the name of the third clothing store you can shop from after Ponsonby's and Binko suburban correct he's got one DeSanta is not Michael's real surname. What is... Townsley. Correct. Name the female friend Franklin helps by completing her boyfriend's tour jobs. Um, Tanisha? Incorrect, I'm afraid. What nationality is Trevor Phillips? Uh, Canadian. Correct. The name of Devon... Sorry, what is the name of Devon Weston's general helper and representative who usually hands mission information to Michael on his behalf? Um, pass. What actor do Nigel and Mrs. Thornhill ask you to kidnap as Trevor? Uh, pass. Oh my god. Excuse me. Um, uh, oh yeah, there they go. Sorry, I've written questions that don't make sense. Um, (laughs) what is the name of the in game cult that pokes fun at real world Scientology? Um, uh, uh, I find it. I find it. That's the Google. Oh my god. <laughs> what Rihanna song appears on non stop pop radio? Um, oh, shh. Make oh me god. feel Pass. like I'm in yeah. 
<laughs> Can you make me feel? Have you already passed? Did I miss yeah, oh, yes. time's up. Oh wow, you are <laughs> you are absolutely yeah. do you know, do you know terrible. What's really annoying? I've been practicing so many different things, but none of them things. What the hell have you been doing for a week? If you... right, let's go well, through what you didn't get. Called Denise. Yeah. Michael's wife's called Amanda. Right. These um, are, these are questions are too easy for <laughs> masterminds. You've got to understand that, right? <laughs> we started with a simple one. Franklin's surname, Clinton. Oh my god! Yeah, no, for the four-seat light helicopter, the Maverick. <laughs> what happens on the Trevor Mission Crystal Maze? You do for Tao Cheng. You kill the O'Neill brothers and blow up their house. Um, the female friend Franklin helps by doing tour jobs is Tonya. So you were close to that, but not right. Devin Weston's representative is Molly Schultz. The actor you capture for uh, Nigel and Mrs. Thornhill is Al DiNapoli. The um, organisation that pokes fun at Scientology is the Epsilon Programme. You're after eating that one, aren't you? You no, ought to, because it's on the the Epsilon program. And then the Rihanna song on the radio is Only Girl in the World. <laughs> as I excellently sang during the game. So, <clears throat> that's got like four. You didn't even get that. That was three. Three games. So basically, Phil needs to absolutely fail at general knowledge, and you do well, or. Uh, some other kind of miracle needs to occur so as winner of the last round Phil I've written out like 30 questions for general knowledge that I'm just going to run through so would you like the first round of general knowledge or the second let's I'll go first let's You'll go first get it okay. over with. so Phil <laughs> you need to get like one right <laughs> general, I'm going to make myself I'm going to make such a now. your two minutes on general knowledge starts now what is the highest completion percentage you can achieve on Spyro the Dragon? <laughs> I don't know. 100%? Incorrect. <laughs> That's why it's a trick question. Um, yeah, I think 101. What, what is the name of the British playable character in Call of Duty 4? No idea. Pass. That's a pass. Uh, in what first-person shooter released in 1993 and forced you to fight your way through invading demons from hell? Uh, oh no. I'll say Doom. It, that is correct. Uh, in which Tomb Raider game could you infamously lock the butler into the walking fridge? Oh, uh, two. Tomb Raider 2. It was indeed. Uh, what is the. what? Sorry, what is unexpected about Nico Bellic's girlfriend in Grand Theft Auto 4? No idea. That's a pass. Uh, what year was the SNES released in Europe? Oh, uh, oh, 1842. Incorrect, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> what is the name of John Marston's son? Oh, no. It's another J. Jason? It is another J, but it's not that one. Uh, um, yes. In It was Jack. Yeah, I'll come back to that in a second. But I can only take first answer, I'm afraid. Yeah. Uh, in what game were you tasked with saving little green-haired creatures in blue sweaters? Uh, lemmings? Correct. Oh, my God, um, that game. In which Crash Bandicoot game was the bazooka first featured? The second one. Incorrect. Oh, uh, okay. What was the what was the final song on Guitar Hero Three, which you unlocked once the main storyline was completed? Uh, 
I have no idea because I play the more grown up rocksmith. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, that hurts. I was good at rock. I was good at guitar. Yeah. <laughs> I play real guitar. <laughs> <laughs> what game franchise is lead character Guybrush Threepwood from? Oh, no. Uh... We uh, asked where well, we started so you can finish, I suppose. <laughs> you're gonna tell me the answer to that one and i'm gonna kick myself but no idea okay so that is a pass oh i do know balls it's oh no there was a pass so the highest completion percentage you can earn in spyro the dragon is 120 um, so console based it was unreal it was I, I i i tried to write some pc questions but then i shuffled oh. them all and i've got a feeling james is gonna about to get a shitload oh, of pc questions <laughs> so this is gonna be quite interesting oh my god <laughs> so um the british playable character from call of duty 4 is john soap mctavish uh, you oh, got... it's soap. Damn. yeah he's soap uh, i was gonna say soap but then i couldn't remember if he was british or not i should just yeah um the unexpected thing about Nico's girlfriend Michelle in GTA 4 is that she's an undercover agent. See, uh, if you'd have asked me that, I'd have said she was a man. <laughs> he didn't play that game much, obviously. Um, <laughs> what year was the SNES released? It was 92. Um, the Jack. name of John Marston's son, as you said afterwards, was Jack. Yeah. Uh, the bazooka was in Crash Bandicoot for the first time in Crash Bandicoot 3. Uh, the last song on Guitar Hero 3, which was one of the most difficult ever, was Through the Fire and the Flames by Dragon Force. And then Guybrush is from? Medieval. Well, no, medieval. no, is Monkey Island. Oh, is it? Oh, balls. So it's a good it job. Was, I was Forsyth in the Medieval one. Forsyth, correct. Yeah. yeah. So that oh, gave oh. you one, two, three points, which yeah, puts okay. you on 12 in total. And so, right. James needs <laughs> ten well. right to win. <laughs> so I'm just going to write this down before I forget that Phil is on twelve total. <laughs> right. So James, you have to get ten or more correct to win on general knowledge. And I'm going to mm-hmm. sing. And he's going to sing apparently. All the way through it. <laughs> <laughs> the first question is kind to you. I can tell you that now. Time starts now. What is the name of the character you play as in the first series of Telltale's Walking Dead games? Lee. Correct. Edward. Correct. Uh, what is the first city you start as as Altair in Assassin's Creed? Oh, oh come on. Pass. What was Kirby's original name? Um, Colonel. No. Uh, what strategy game launched in 1998 was set in outer space and featured the Zerg... Terrans and Protoss. I'm not playing anymore. Oh, <laughs> pass. What was in what game franchise would you for, find Morrowind? <laughs> pass. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I hate you so much. What is the name of the studio behind The Sims? Um, yeah. They're not the studio behind it, James. It was Maxis. What was the name of the knight from Final Fantasy IX? Pass. Uh, what icon in the web? Sorry, what iconic weapon in the Worms franchise exclaimed "Hallelujah" before causing devastation? Uh, napalm. No. Oh. My <laughs> God. Oh. oh, can we do this again in swap? <laughs> <laughs> what, what character accompanies Ratchet on most of his adventures? That's easy. Um. Come on. <laughs> Ratchet and. <laughs> Not allowed on our podcast anymore. Pass. Oh my god! 
what was what was the new weapon type released in Destiny: The Taken King? Yeah, oh, we'll fucking pass that, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> what is the name? What is the name of the policeman in the Tekken series? Oh, fuck's sake, <laughs> Colonel. Oh, Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any guess of that one, James? Colonel Custard. It is not. <laughs> Do you want to know how many you got correct? None. <laughs> one. Yeah. And that was the first question. Oh, that was the o- Do you know what? That was the only question I wrote, and I thought, James will get this. <laughs> My God. Right, so let's run through the devastating thing that was your bother. round. <laughs> Don't even bother. The, fir- the first city Altier visits in Assassin's Creed is Jerusalem. Kirby's original name was Popopo. The game that launched in 98 and was set in space was StarCraft. Morrowind is from Elder Scrolls. The studio behind The Sims is Maxis. The name of the knight from Final Fantasy IX is Steiner. The iconic weapon that exclaims hallelujah before detonating in worms is Holy Hand Grenade. It's not Napalm. James. (laughs) Napalm. Ratchet's sidekick. Ratchet's sidekick, who we've discussed before on this podcast, Clank. New weapon in Destiny Taken King was swords. And then the policeman from Tekken was Lee Wulong. Congratulations, Phil. Thanks. (laughs) I'm going to use the music. I forgot to use the music last week in his game. Phil's the first ever guest to win, because James is awful. And he's the first person to ever get the music. Well done, Phil. (laughs) That was terrible, James. James! James! You are top on our leaderboard. You are indeed, with 12 points. (laughs) James, you got four. Yeah, but it makes you two look worse because I'm winning in game series. Uh, no, no, nothing can make us just, look worse just, than that. You're, you're getting beat by me, and I just did that. It just proves how <laughs> yummy you are. Oh, wow. <laughs> it does. It really does. <sighs> right. On the, on that note, on that note, we're gonna have to move on because I'm gonna. See, Phil, you know you said you like to see things descend into chaos, and we just get really, really <laughs> agitated. Well, at least yeah. it happened live for you. <laughs> Me and Thomas both really want to take a fist to James's face right now. That was terrible. I can't believe I gave him a specialist subject and he got three right. <laughs> God. I even went easy on you. I could have like gone so hard. He scored four. <laughs> you picked a hell of a game for your specialist subject. GTA 5 is massive. Exactly. <laughs> One That's... picture said, are you sure you want to do that? Because that is the massive. Best, the best thing was, I was originally going to go for every single GTA going, but... <laughs> yeah, I told him to narrow it down to one. God. You made him narrow it down from GTA 5, included online, yeah. to the store. <laughs> I, I, I made him narrow it down and say, are you going to go specifically single-player game only here, James? Because online could make these questions insane. And he went, yeah, let's do that. And I still went easy on him. The listeners are going to be ashamed of you, James. So, we will move swiftly on to... Now the letter is Q. And one word that begins with Q is question. It's pedophile. Now here is Stop a it with that! A question for you. It's not even a Q, it's a P! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You've, sorry, Phil, I think you've broken. Say, say quim next time, that at least makes sense. Queef. <laughs> yeah, queef. There you go. <laughs> Quandry. Queef Quandry. 
Okay. Can they be better than question? Please. We're on topic. We're just being rude. Yeah. So we have questions. We've 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 had questions. Queered. You're being queered. <laughs> that's supposed to sound. I've just realised how that sounds. That's supposed to be the joke from, um, like Family Guy slash, um, Hot Rod, where they say weird instead yeah. of. You're saying it weird. Saying what weird? Cool say whip. Cool whip. It's supposed to be that joke. But when I say queered, it sounds like somebody's been gayed. It sounds really bad. <laughs> You're being queered. So I should... We're normally the offensive ones. <laughs> I know, I normally behave. So I'm going to carry on behaving and we're going to ask Phil for the questions that have kindly come from the guys at Don't Lose Your Headlines. So if you'd like to present us with your questions, Phil. Yeah, I asked Chris and Brett before I came on if they had any questions for you and I've got one as well. I genuinely was expecting rude stuff, but... They were really good, and they kept on topic, so what can I say? Um, <coughs> your first one is from Brett. Brett wants to know, what game do you play as your guilty pleasure? We all know James's. So I think this is supposed to be... I don't even game. know mine. <laughs> I think it's well, supposed to be a game or something that you play that you wouldn't typically want to admit you play. <laughs> um, oh. See, we've, we've had a similar question before, which is a game that you don't generally tell people you play, and I don't hmm. tell people that know little about games that I play World of Warcraft because it gets you those looks. I'm not. It it's not a guilty pleasure, but I don't generally openly tell people to play it because it does get you funny looks. But guilty pleasure games, I don't know. Hey, I've told someone at work that I'm doing a raid tonight oh. and he said good luck to me as we left work. So uh, don't get your funny looks where I work. My 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 guilty my guilty pleasure game is. Have you seen Color Swap on? I think it's on iPhone and Android. I play on my iPhone. No. If you right, Color Swap basically. See the story of how I play it is what makes it a guilty pleasure. Basically, when you see these people that are like Vine famous from Vine and like do little mini Facebook videos and stuff, you see them like setting up the scenario of the, the fake video by leaning against a wall playing this game with like spinning circles and coloured balls and I was like what is that game that looks interesting and it's called <laughs> colour swap and like so basically they they like implied f sort of what what's the word now the hidden advertising in it the like it's the subliminal, subliminal yeah the subliminal <laughs> advertising in their videos has got me to download this game and then pay for the ad free version so the ads stop popping up so they've won <laughs> But I sit there and I play this game. You just have to tap it and get the ball through the coloured things that match so the colour. through the power of advertising, you went and got their product. Then through the power of advertising, you paid them more for their product. Yeah. We didn't pay them for it initially. I just had to pay to oh, remove right. the annoying pop-up adverts. It's like a 69p to get rid of the adverts. So uh, they made money out of me through subliminal advertising. It works. Anyone else got a guilty game? Joshua, what's your guilty game? I don't know, really. It's it's man's, hard. Man's fit the fat too. Fit the fat too. <laughs> fit the fat too. Bit the fat. Fit. Fit the fat. That's what I said first time, and you said no. <laughs> fit the what the hell is that about? Do I want to know what this it's is? Basically, about? you're a fat guy, and you're gonna make him lose weight. Just because I've been doing it myself, so I thought I'd help someone else out and now. Isn't this the mini game <laughs> GTA San Andreas you were just talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just ate too, ate too much of GTA San Andreas. Need to go to the gym. <clears throat> and you, got, you got nothing, Joshua? Surely you got something that you don't tell people you play. 
No. Not really. <laughs> I'm Very not ashamed of game. my game. Alright, tell us the most embarrassing thing you play then, even if you, it's not a guilty pleasure that you don't tell people about. Bleeding Heart 2. It took me a second to catch up then. Again, yet another reason to go listen to Don't Lose Your Headlines. <laughs> Bleeding Heart 2. It turns into the in-joke podcast, doesn't it? It has, it has very quickly. <laughs> it's alright, it just, we, we drive, we just drive listeners each other's way by making in-jokes cross-podcast. <laughs> Yeah, but what happens is they get scared away from ours and go over there. <laughs> possibly. But then they've got to deal with me over there last week, so it's lose-lose, isn't it, really? Um, Chris had a question as well, didn't he, Phil? He did. Uh, Chris's was, do you... <laughs> he's just having a dig at me here, but do you also <laughs> think that Phil is wrong and that the N64, Dreamcast and GameCube are the top three consoles of all time? Um, I agree that you're wrong on two counts. Because yeah. the GameCube, I hated, although Josh was a fan of it. Oh, Chris will hate to hear you said that. Eat <laughs> shit, brother. <laughs> what am I'm I? I'm siding with Thomas. I'm what? sticking. I'm sticking my guns. The game, the GameCube was awful in my opinion. I just never liked it. I just hated the look of it for a start. It's big enough and it's got the handle, so I could bring one to your house, swing it round. It looked like a jack in the box. It looked like a jack-in-the-box. It did. The disc flap opened on the top, and it it just looked like a jack-in-the-box. All it needed was a handle on its side. I I love the GameCube. The the Dreamcast was an interesting concept. It was just very poorly executed, so it's definitely not a great concept. I mean, a great console, sorry. The uh, funniest thing they did with the GameCube was just the fact that they decided to do those little mini-disc things instead. Yeah. 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 We're going to use mini-discs instead without actually thinking, hang on a minute, we can't fit the whole game on these discs. (laughs) 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 Instead of getting multiple discs. Yep. It was a bit silly, but it yeah. was still a damn good console. Yeah, it, it was a good console. I won't put it in the best three of all time, though. The N64, however, is the one I will always agree with. That was yeah. and probably will be my favourite console for a long time. I enjoyed the it stuff really... before it and the stuff after it, but N64 was like the one that really made me into a game. That and the PS1 probably were the two that really made me into a proper gamer. On the PS1, yeah. Yeah, those were the two. N64, GameCube, and the original Xbox. Not GameCube. Why GameCube? Why you weirdo? I love my GameCube. See, when I used yeah. when I used to have when I used to have consoles, I went down the PlayStation route. Yeah. So I started off with the PS1. I did play some. You know, some mates had an N64, and I was like, eh, and went back to the PlayStation. Just preferred the games and stuff that were on the PlayStation, really. And then I went to PlayStation Two. And then as I got into the PS3 was when I started getting more into PC gaming so that I could just leave the whole console problem behind. Yeah. I didn't have to care anymore. It is a lot easier when you're playing stuff on PC. As, as yeah. a person that's across both, I can say that. And as people that listen regular have heard me say a, long, a lot of times, when the whole Play Anywhere thing comes in properly and I can buy a game that's compatible with both my PC and my Xbox and I can choose, the Xbox will barely get turned on. Have you gone and got Recall yet? No, I haven't gone and got that yet. It's one of those that I'm interested in it, but not enough to buy it at launch. So, Not even to play an Xbox game on your PC? Well, I was tempted to buy it to try that out, but then I thought, that's an expensive test, so I'll just wait for Forza, 3, uh, Forza Horizon 3, because that is yeah, a game that true. I do want, and that it will be con- cross-compatible. So I'm just going to wait for that. The, uh, the loading times are supposed to kill that game, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. All the reviews have been saying that the loading times are... It's very slow, apparently, yeah. So that is the reason I won't be buying that at the minute. Uh, and then you have a question last uh, left for us as well. Yeah, so. my 
my question for you is a tidied up version of a question <laughs> I was going to ask, which is, if you could pick one game, computer game character to exist in real life, who would you pick? I should say, what would you pick? Because we don't have to be human here. Yeah. Be anything. It Trevor is a- Phillips. Wow, that is a sick, that is a messed that, up choice. That man and actor are real and in The Walking Dead, which starts up again this week or this month. Just so everybody well, knows. So what, you, what you're saying is the actor who play, who voice acted Trevor Phillips. Who looks like Trevor Phillips. Well, it looks slightly like him, yeah. And to be fair, all three of them look pretty they much like right, the digital yeah. version of themselves, yeah. But is it is it so he's in the new season of Walking Dead, did you say? Yeah, he's in the last few episodes, and he was acting similar to Trevor. Tre- Trevor. Wow. Oh. Wow. Snake. 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 <laughs> Go away, phone. Bad phone. Oh, that's why you keep your phone on silent during podcasts, people. <laughs> Even if it is a cool ass ringtone. <laughs> that that proves my yeah, gaming cool heritage. <laughs> no, James, because yours is gonna be something weird. Go on. So, I can't find it. You 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 find it. Um, while we think of things that want to exist in real life, I would like. Um, I don't know. As weird as it sounds, something like Joshua will probably be the only person ever to hear this podcast that will understand this. But my Jeeves from World of Warcraft, because he's this little robot that I can summon, and he basically lets me sell stuff to him to earn some money. He lets me buy important supplies that I might need he repairs all my items if they're broken and he lets me remotely access my bank and take things from my bank and put things in it so if you had one of those in real life that would be pretty cool little Jeeves and just go have a boom. little robot that follows you around it's got to be Claptrap yeah but cla- as cool as Claptrap is he can't do those things for me that Jeeves can I'm still having a Claptrap I'm dancing look at me I'm look dancing. at me I'm dancing <laughs> so if he can follow me everywhere and I can just film him and put videos of him on YouTube, I'd be fucking rolling in it. The, one of the guys <laughs> I work with is the next robotics student, so I'm sure we can put something together to create a real clap yes. track. Clap, yes. I can't even say it, clap trap. So, uh, James, have you found your ringtone? I have found my ringtone. Go on and play it. Let me see how much this deafens you when it plays. Oh, God. <laughs> what? I can't hear what it's saying. That is a pretty good ringtone. When they phone me, (laughs) (laughs) actually is as well. (laughs) That is a pretty good ringtone. In fairness, it was worth the wait. Uh, Have you thought of anything you'd like in real life to exist, James? A character from a game. Trevor Phillips. <laughs> oh, yeah, you said, didn't you? Sorry, I forgot. I'd love to be best mate. Yeah, because you're saying. appalling performance on the video, on the fucking... You're not allowed one. <laughs> you're not allowed one, but we're allowed one, and he's going to do that torture scene on you. Oh, that's it. dark. Get slightly erect. Wow. It is a dark room. That, that is a Trevor Phillips kind of response as well. I'd get slightly erect. <laughs> do it. <laughs> so... <laughs> We've also had some questions from a couple of regular listeners. DJ One, um, he asked this last week and I forgot about it, but Joshua, he says, as World as World of Warcraft plays, did we get affected by the Corrupted Blood incident? It was more relevant last week when he asked it because it was 13 years to the day since it happened. The answer is no. No, we did not. Because we weren't playing 13 years ago. So that was simple. Um and then <laughs> while, while I was live with him on the radio, because for those of you who don't know, DJ One 
is the host of The Squeak uh, on Sheffield Live. So while I was live with him on the radio, he was suggesting questions for Phil for this week. And his question for Phil was, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or ten duck-sized horses? So, Phil? I can, I, right, I can definitely answer this question because I would fight the duck-sized horse. The duck-sized horse. And definitely, the, because... The, te- the ten of them. Sorry? Ten duck-sized horses. Oh, yeah, no, I mean a horse-sized duck. So you'd fight the one horse-sized duck. Yeah, (laughs) the one horse-sized, sorry, yeah. Yeah. I'd fight the one horse-sized duck because because my absolute favourite food is duck. (laughs) Roast duck, any kind of duck. If I can take out, and I will happily put my put my dukes up and take on a goddamn massive duck, if I can actually beat the thing, I'm set for ages. I'll be able to have duck for every meal for like you need a very big freezer plan. if you're gonna do that i will buy one i will buy a warehouse a freezing warehouse specifically <laughs> be, for my duck i will to, call it the duck warehouse <laughs> to be fair as we all know tesco's are pretty good at storing horse-sized objects and turning them into food so i'm sure they could help you uh, <laughs> oh topical humor from 12 to 18 months ago maybe even longer <laughs> right up to date um, yeah faith shaughnessy on the radio as well says phil is there any more wine available I think is you heard that, but... Yeah, I did hear it, but is she referring to something? No, I think she was just referring to the fact that she'd had a glass of wine and wanted some more. It's really weird that she said that, though, because, yeah, like you need to get in touch, Faith, because I have got in my cupboard just an absolute crap load of wine, and we've got... There you go. Uh, we've got a really weird sparkling red wine, which is really nice and definitely worth trying, and we've got uh, two different types of still reds, which are nice, and we've got this white one um, that tastes like butterscotch, which is brilliant. So if you want really unusual wines, then yeah, there is wine available. Phil, the wine connoisseur. What oh, the yes. hell was that? <laughs> who, who had a sa- are you playing with your soundboard again, James? How neat is that? I can't yeah. even tell what that says. It says, how neat is that? Oh, how neat is that? I just said, um, yeah. <laughs> 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 Um, See, my, my, uh, my, say, other yeah. half is the wine, my other half is the wine person. I'm uh, port. I'm yes. so puffy, it's unreal, isn't it? It's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is out there drinking normal drinks, and there's me sitting there with my port. Mm. And cheese, yeah. when available. And cheese. Yeah, must be cheese. Um, and Dark Lord asked us, who would win in a fight? Sonic or Trevor from GTA? I don't even know how that's a question. Well, should... Trevor's now actually alive, so I think it'll win. <laughs> I think brought him to life. To be fair, I think Trevor would not only win that fight; he would beat Sonic to death and then probably rape his corpse. With what you know of Trevor <laughs> Phillips, well, you've got to okay. But hang on, you've got to catch Sonic. That's true. That is fair point. Have you seen how mental Trevor can go, though? He can go mental as he likes. Sonic would actually be able to... I mean, Sonic goes quick enough that if you ever did actually have an 18-rated game, he could go through Trevor Trevor Phillips, holding his heart as he comes out the other end, (laughs) and Trevor wouldn't even know he'd moved. This this is a good argument for the Sonic side of the story. I'd not even thought about that. If he did his jump thing, then Sonic is all spiky as well, so he'd go through him like a razor blade. There's literally nothing Trevor can do in this situation. Sonic Trevor is... has met his match. Yeah, so Trevor is knackered. He can be as crazy as he likes. Sonic would just run clean I've, through him. I've changed my mind. I don't want a claptrap anymore. I want a Sonic. A real life Sonic. <laughs> yeah, but no, an 18 rated Sonic. No, I want an. I, well, yeah, I want a Sonic so I can make it fight your Trevor like Pokemon. Oh. <laughs> Trevor, be hor- use beer. It'd be horrible to have a life a real life Sonic the Hedgehog it'd be like having a constant 
hyperactive toddler with you all the time. <laughs> this mental little blue hedgehog just running absolutely everywhere like a fucking idiot. <laughs> if, I, if I ever cut my grass in garden, he'd run away. So, we also asked, because that's it for the uh, the questions for us, we asked the community question, which was, what are your favourite gaming peripherals and why, if you were bothered about elaborating? So, As of Monday, I have a new one after listening. Well, to... Oh my. <laughs> we, know, we, know, we normally cover ours first, so Joshua, what's your new fave? <laughs> it's a rubber vagina. <laughs> How is that a gaming peripheral, Joshua? Please elaborate. I can't remember exactly what the game's called, but it's 3D made or something like that. You make uh, your own woman, yeah, and then you can use yeah. your new rubber vagina to interact with your new woman. It's called the fuck. It's called the juicy. I'm glad you have a name, little plastic rubbery thing. <laughs> Masturbation aid. So that's your new favourite. I'm going to use it now so you know how much of it. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you don't bother. Uh, James, do you have any favourite little accessories or bits and pieces for your console? Um. <laughs> <laughs> No, is the answer to that? <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> actually, I got a plain charge kit that cost me three quid. It didn't even fucking work. And it doesn't work. <laughs> that's your favourite. And that's your favourite peripheral. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <Whoa. laughs> nice. Phil, any anything that you have as a favourite? I've got a few. Um, I'm particularly liking the Steam controller at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um. I recently got the Steam Link to go with it so I could play. It's ironic, I've just been saying that uh, I've, I've moved away from consoles and into PC, and now I've brought myself a controller and the Steam Link so that I can play games on my sofa like I'm playing on a console. Yeah. How ridiculously stupid is that? But um, the sheer amount of customization you can do with the um, with the Steam controller is really good. Yeah. It, it, at first, it's mind-boggling when you first try to actually use the damn thing, but a lot of people seem to say they can't get to grips with the touchpad that's on the right hand side but you can set that touchpad up to act in so many different ways and keep fiddling with the settings until you've got it just perfect it's the kind so of thing each that individual th- game as well yeah i think it's the kind of thing that i will probably get at some point because if a game feels a bit nicer with a controller at the minute i just kind of mm. plug in an xbox control because most of the games are designed to accept that now but yeah um yeah the, the steam controller like you say it brings a whole new level level to it because of the amount of customizing you can do so. Yeah. The, the only downside is if you are a big player of games on Origin, you yeah. can have issues with the Steam controller at that point because you've got to get you've got to get the controller to go through Steam and then through Origin, which is a pain. There's an awful lot of guides out there that say that it can be done, but every single time Origin updates, sodding EA, updating its buggering Origin, every single time it does that, it messes it up and Kills you've got to it. retry and figure it all back out again. Plus, Origin can just sod off. I hate Origin with a passion. <laughs> I try and buy everything through Steam that I buy. Yeah, if, it, if it's not a Blizzard game, I will attempt my best to get it through Steam if possible. Mm. Well, there's the, the Steam controller. Um, I have the Driving Force GT wheel as well. Yeah. Because um, I play some... I play Project Cars and Automobilista Dirt Rally and stuff like that. And that's a hell of a... I've heard a lot of people complain about that wheel, said they don't like the pedals, but I've never noticed a problem with it. It's a really good wheel. Just I was just friend. about to say Phil's going to slowly <laughs> become my best friend in the world. <laughs> um, no, my, my favourite accessories, to be honest, or peripherals, however you want to put it, the two that I've had the longest that I've, I just cannot play games without anymore 
PC anyway, is my Logitech GT G13 keypad and my G600 mouse. I cannot play games without them anymore because it just changes the way you play completely. Like you just don't use the keyboard for anything. It's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, the G600, it's just got so many thumb buttons and then it's also got a third clicker. So you've got left, right, and then the third clicker, I tend to map to space. So it, like your third, your ring finger on your right hand becomes your jump yeah. or in, in a lot of games. And then the G13 has just got 22 customizable buttons across it, a thumb-based joystick, and then a couple of buttons for quick access near the thumb. And to play like RPG games and stuff like that or shooters on that setup is just ridiculously easy because everything's like literally under one thumb or your left hand. So, so much fun. And then my other favourite is my um, Thrustmaster wheel. Because oh, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I've got the uh, what was it called the original that I've got I think it's the TX my base and then because it was for the Xbox and then I've got like a an add-on rim for it I've got the add-on pedals the three set pedals I've got the play seat racing seat that it's all bolted into and I just love playing stuff like Project Cars and a set of Corsa and stuff like that with oh, that. Gonna do a sleepover at Tom's house. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, bring, I'll bring the pizza. You bring, you know, you bring the port. You bring okay. the port. Port and pizza. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's our favourite gaming peripherals, right? What's the, what's the uh, just to go back and completely derail your podcast? Because I don't care. It's not my podcast. <laughs> if you um <laughs> the, the the thrustmaster, what's its rotation? Um, it goes to ten eighty, I believe. What does it? Damn. Yeah. Mine's nine. Mind you, very rarely do you ever use it, though, do you? Um, no, I'd, I have it set that high because it gives you a good a good range. But um, games like F one, it just goes one eighty each way. Is yeah, it one eighty? No. Yeah. I, so like I, I, it, I it works itself out for a lot of games, and just the the game tells it what to do, which is useful. And yeah, it I know. Suits. You mean, the because uh, the driving force is nine hundred, and yeah. literally the only reason I got it was because. You know, we were just talking about guilty pleasure games. Mm. Before my guilty pleasure game is Euro Truck Simulator Two. I play that. <laughs> yeah, me and Phil are like best friends ever. Euro Truck it Two. Is, that is the most weirdly cathartic game to play. There's just there no is nothing. Game, there is nothing better than plugging a steering wheel into a PC. Seriously, sitting in a nice big office chair and just trundling away in your truck and yeah. like going, oh look, some guy wants some stuff delivering delivering over to Holland. I'm gonna go pick it up and take it. And he's like, boom, stick the radio on. And he's like, yeah. And then you get annoyed. And you're like trying to overtake something on a clear road, and then some dickhead comes bombing down in the rain, like fucking asshole, fuck yeah. And then like people cutting in front of me, like, man, I'm gonna shift down my gears now. What are you doing? Oh. You it's, make that sound way more exciting than it actually is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that thing only happens like once every two hours, but yeah. still, the, it, the AI is programmed on as basically uh, they got you know like all those dickhead drivers you come across in life. It's like all of them are just in this game. They just picked the biggest dickhead on the road and went right. All AI is this guy. They will not give way to you. They will drive into you at any given opportunity. <sighs> They cannot do roundabouts to save their life. Right, <laughs> the roundabouts lose me so much money just crashing into people that are being dicks, or like T T junctions when you just like look left, look right. Oh, oh fuck oh. it, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go. And then somebody <laughs> comes and plows into the side of you, and you're like, "What the fuck are you doing, dickhead?" I can't believe we're geeking out on Euro Truck Simulator 2. This is silly. <laughs> well, oh, guy, love. <laughs> 
Yes, yes, Joshua. Yeah, this, this is the perfect thing to sit back and uh, and play whilst like listening to podcasts and stuff like that. You can just yeah. chill out. <laughs> This is great banter. <laughs> 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 okay, on that note, I'm going to read through the listeners slash viewers answers because Man, this, this, this is going to be our longest ever podcast at this rate. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not your fault, fella. It's just the chaos that ensues. Um, right. Alan Harper, as James indicated possibly a second ago with... Man. Yeah, one of you did it. Um, he says, vibrating controllers, they feel really nice if you put them on your tail. And by that, <laughs> by that I mean just briefly while you're playing a game. I don't get stripped off and attach the controller to the old man and drive into walls. <laughs> That's a class answer from Alan. Strip clubs. <laughs> I think yes, the speaking from experience. Alan the cat. No, <laughs> just, just, just to elaborate on that a little bit, depending on... Depending on the exact filtering of the forum that we use to ask these questions, there's a good chance that he put a different word, and it was um, rather than blank out the word, it spell it's like kind of spell corrects it almost to a funnier version. So um, I'm trying to think What's of an example. The end of my penis tail. <laughs> um, Donny Owl has said. Uh, He's going to show some love to the Wii U gamepad. Um, I'm, nah, I don't agree with you, Donny. But still, uh, it gets a bad rap, as he says, mostly from those who have never used it. That's me. Um, <laughs> he, he says it feels... Oh, go on, sorry, Phil. I was gonna, just going to say, I have used it. The uh, it, it, That is one of those gamepads that could have been fantastic if it was used properly, and very rarely is. The games that get made for it don't utilise that gamepad properly. I'm hoping that the NX maybe capitalise on that, because the NX is obviously going to be something that's supposed to be console, handheld, hybrid, so I think they're going to try and take that Wii U gamepad and improve from where they left that, I hope. So... We shall see. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Donny Al was just saying that it feels comfortable, the standard controller, it's a nice touch screen, and it does add to the game. And he says Arkham City is probably the best third-party game he's played that made good use of it. Um, so much so that he could never get into Arkham Origins as it was a straight port and didn't use the gamepad. So there you go. Uh. Um, Neo Hippie said the gun he had, there was a lot of this by the way, the gun he had for the PS1 um, called something like a Nungan Assassin. Um, oh. It couldn't find it anywhere, um, but it was a spring-loaded bit on the barrel that gave it a nice bit of recoil for the trigger and stuff like that. I'm not sure which gun he means, um, and I had a few guns for the PS1 over the year and friends had them, but I don't recognise a name like Nungan. Does, anyone, does it ring any bells to anyone else? No. Nope. Nope. I, I remember it, but I never used it or anything. So I... oh, was it called a Nungan? Is that uh, the right thing? Like not really retained it to memory. Yeah, um, <laughs> it was the assassin bit that gave it to me. The assassin, yeah. Uh, yeah. Did shared a picture of the Nintendo Super Scope and a kid laid down playing with it, which the other guys in on the podcast now can possibly see if they're looking at the document. Yeah. I will try and describe the size of the Nintendo Super Scope in comparison to the boy. It's like he's holding a nice fresh baguette upon his shoulder and looking down the edge of the baguette. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, or a bazooka for midgets. A bazooka yeah. for midgets, it could also <laughs> be that. Uh, <laughs> or a rampant rabbit. <laughs> um, for a giant, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A rampant rabbit for a rampant rabbit. What the hell am I making up? You're sticking rampant rabbits in yourself that big. <clears throat> Real problems, you need to see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Prolapse. 
Watford Owl has said the Logic Predator, which was a gun for Die Hard on the PS1. Um, Die Hard on the PS1, man. Yeah, such a good game and a good gun for that matter. Uh, Jerry Narco said a VR headset. <laughs> so you can fully explore the detail of the worlds of mists, Joshua. That one's for you, very clearly. And he says, oh, I'm going to have to get the sound bite out. He says, that or dead or alive dead or alive beach volleyball for skimpy bikinis, bubble butts and first person views. So just bear with me a second because I wasn't quite ready for that. Where is he? Where's Jerry? Sorry. Bubble bot. Bubble, 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 bot. That one's for you, Jerry Narco. Jerry Narco loves his bubble butts, just so you know, Phil. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can understand why, but Jerry Narco really does love him, and he mentions him every week if he can. <laughs> on, and he says on a serious note, but he, he really does hope VR takes Hoff. Um, oh. Hoff. Hoff. Like, <laughs> like Hasselhoff. Yeah. <laughs> um, he likes mechanical keyboards, apparently. So he currently plays... Um, with an MX Red, and he, he loves gaming mice as well, the ones that have lots of buttons, which, to be fair, Jerry, if you do like um, if you do like a good gaming mouse, I would recommend either Razer's Naga series or the Logitech <laughs> that I've talked about, because they've got shitloads of buttons. Go on, Phil, I think you want to say something. Yeah, funnily enough, he's just mentioned mechanical keyboards there. I got one this weekend. Mm. It's an early, early, early birthday present. It's an extra fi, which no one's ever heard of. But any good? It's awesome. Yeah, this is really good. The, yeah, uh, it's it's an RGB mechanical keyboard as well, mm. so it's all got pretty lights. Yeah, that's the other um, thing I like about my Logitech is you can customize yeah. the lights exactly where you want them. Yeah, and it, it lights it's up cool. different colors for different games. So if it's like World of Warcraft for some reason, I've got blue and Guild Wars goes red. Um, Fable yeah, goes thing. yellow. Like I just a different color for every game. So like, I know it's in the correct profile. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, it is good. The um, my one's got the Kali um, key things though. The Kali buttons instead of the uh, uh, you yeah. know the cherry buttons. Yeah. The only reason I got that is because it's quieter. The uh, the mechanical keyboards can drive you mental with the clicking. And yeah, that the thing is, I have to type on mine as well a lot. Yeah, exactly. For a lot exactly. of the online stuff I do um, separately, so yeah, I have to find like a, a middle ground like you. So yeah, he also mentioned the Game Shark for the PS One, um, so he could play the dodgy games he got from the guy stood outside the pub with a duffel bag. <laughs> um, we were never <laughs> we were never allowed to get our PlayStation chipped where were you two no it was illegal no. and bad and we were not allowed to do it yeah we got told we committing off committing many one. sins yeah yeah she let us go to Joystick Johnny's or whatever it was called was it Joystick Johnny <laughs> Johnny Joysticks so that so bad the <laughs> it does sound bad <laughs> it sounds bad but he was, he was that was the name of the guy that did the games <laughs> Joystick Johnny oh man <laughs> He's oh, that market stall. Show some respect. He's died, I think. He's <laughs> run by his son now, Joystick Jimmy or something. I don't know. <laughs> I like Joystick Johnny. Have, uh, he should have a, like a dirty, like, Cockney <laughs> London accent or something. All right, boys, you want to make a pair? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you want to get yourself the new Spyro, lad? Get behind my counter. <laughs> Fuck you, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> That made me go, hi, that was good. Whoever did that. I was like, ha! Ah. Uh, I'm going to continue reading people's things out now. Thanks, guys. Um, fa- Fairy Tale Owl said he loved the fishing rod for his Sega Dreamcast. 
I remember someone that had one of those or something similar. I don't know if it was on the Dreamcast or if it was on like a NES or something. But I do remember somebody having a fishing rod that they plugged into a console to play games. It was fucking weird. One game, really. <laughs> yeah, they don't really got much variety. Um, play COD with it. Yeah. Well, oh, James, I've just missed the ideal opportunity this week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I ruined it. Cut it out, we'll start again. No, no. <clears throat> we'll just continue. Um, Sige displayed a picture of his Namco gun for the PlayStation, similar to, obviously, the Predators and stuff, the Logic Predators. Any any light gun was awesome. Um, Skyline had a picture of the Nintendo version that you used to play Duck Hunt with. That was also awesome. I remember playing that on um, the NES. This next one. Oh, my God. Beautiful. What? The light player. The light player. Oh yes, the light player, yeah. Um before that Captain Hatstand mentioned the Dreamcast memory units with the little screens and the controls so you could look through them. It was it was a pretty again, see, Dreamcast was good at innovation, but then it never really they never it really was, did the best job with it. But yeah. It was too early on because obviously that's taken off a lot more now. Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, Skyline did mention the light players and showed a picture of the magnifier with the light for your Game Those Boy. Those things were beautiful. Pokemon at 11 and 30 at night. Oh, well, we bed. should have been in bed. Go to bed! I'm in bed! <laughs> Turn it off! It's off! <laughs> Turn light off! <laughs> Turn light back on! I'm not fucking playing Pokemon, you bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, it's strong language to say to our mother. <laughs> I said it to our mother. It was James I was talking about. Alright, that's fine then. That's fine. Why would I be telling you to go to bed? <laughs> I'm protecting myself. Boy. I'm protecting myself just in case someone ever listens to this. I doubt she ever will. Uh, Rick, Owl, Rick Owl said the original iToy was really good fun. He remembers spending hours plus saving penalties and jumping around the room. Very Where clever, even if it was with... teething issues. You also just Joshua? I'm cleaning windows. Yes, there was one where you cleaned the windows of bubbles and stuff, wasn't there? That was fun. Was it really bad we spent most of our time playing that in um, <laughs> what was Dixon's in middle? <laughs> uh, yeah, you just used to you just used to go to the shopping centre and stand outside Dixon's and just wave at the TV in the windows in the windows to play See, with the eye toy. If I'd owned the shop, I would have walked out with a bucket of water and a sponge. I'm like, make something for while you're doing it. Either that or throwing it on us and going, now it's realistic. It's a four dimensional <laughs> game. You can feel the water. <laughs> um, Dark Lord. That's 99, right? <laughs> um, Dark Lord said his Atari 2600 joystick, uh, very simple looking and cool. Sorry, very simple and cool looking. Get that the right way around. Um, Woth Owls in our club Philly says his current driving wheel which is a Thrustmaster T150 the only downside is the pedals that come with it but it is uh, straightforward to upgrade to better ones I'll agree with that um, did you use pedals on the they're very plasticky the ones that come with it as standard and there's only two so you can't use a clutch and a shifter yeah I don't have a clutch but yeah, plastic, but I've never had a they're not they're not too bad to be honest. They do they, they work absolutely fine. The only reason I upgraded mine to a three set was so I could have a clutch and a shifter on yeah, my um, on mine. Um, because just because nice games like a set of Corsa are really clever in the way that if you've got it set up right, it will swap to the H shifter if the car has that physically in real life, yeah. and you will use the pedals uh, the paddles. Sorry, if it's a paddle shift in real life and it, it adapts just on the fly, which is really clever, and I like that. 
Um, do you see yours as a Logitech GT that you've got? I oh, know that's yeah. yeah. I think Driving Force GT. Yeah. Well, that was the one that Wath was using before the T150. Um, mm-hmm. I said he really enjoyed that one as well. Uh, and then he's hoping PlayStation VR will become his favourite peripheral at some point. But I'm more of an Oculus man myself because of PC. So and then that'll plug into the Xbox as well, won't it? Apparently. Mm. Apparently. Um my god, Woth went on a rampage here. He then he then oh he's then just saying that there's a video games arcade in Nottingham that he went to earlier this year and they have duck hunt, hunt set up in exhibits and this he spent like ages just playing it. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, it says it's really easy now, but still very addictive. So it's a nice place to go kill some time if you if you can get there or you're in that kind of area is it's a long way for me to go to nottingham just to play some games but if i'm ever in nottingham i will go check it out so thanks a good place to go practice killing some ducks (coughs) it is (laughs) and phil (laughs) phil would love you if you could kill real duck um dj1 says his uh, resident evil i think it was from four he's only shown me the picture but it's the resident evil chainsaw controller if any of you remember that and i've never seen that before in my life you've never seen that it came in like I've a big display case that looked like it was cutting through it it was awesome i'm sure it was resident evil four but yeah that's pretty cool um He's, he's shown a picture of the Dreamcast little memory unit thing, which we've covered, and then the GT wheel as well. Oh, no, so it's a great, no that's a Gran Turismo wheel, that one, isn't it? No, that, that's it. Yeah. That's the driver. No, is, is that it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I forgot it had the little shifter on the side, that one. Yeah, it does. Still, yeah. Little shifter. <laughs> yeah. And then um, his PlayStation chair, which he played it to, in, in, to near destruction. I've never had one of those rocker chairs. Has anyone else actually had one? No, no, I'm yeah. reading the wrong bit. I'm sat on this too. Oh, sorry, I am. Yeah, and then he played these to near destruction, and then it's the yeah. Guitar Hero set. I love my Guitar Hero set. I actually destroyed the drum kit playing it too yeah, much. We had very good weekends. Just I bought Guitar Hero Jamming. Metallica just to get the double bass pedal set, so yep. that I could like just pretend I'm Lars Ulrich and be better than him because it's not that hard, really. Just like. Yeah. <laughs> Can any of you actually play guitar? I used no. to play bass. Um, so the answer is no. <laughs> I played bass guitar because I couldn't play normal guitar. You've got that in common with Chris on our podcast. He was the bass guitarist in a band yeah. during uni and everything else. Yeah, I, I um, did that growing up. The, the, the guitar that uh, people, the boys play while the men are playing the real guitars. <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, if you've you still got your bass. I have. I still have my very first bass I ever bought. I haven't got any See? of the others, but I've still got that. See, Rocksmith. Yeah, I do. I have got Rocksmith. I like Rocksmith. Um, I even bought the... Was it the 2014 update that they did, the new yeah. version? I bought that as well. Um, but then I lent it to somebody, and he kept it for like two years to learn guitar with it. Um, oh, and I've got it on console? Um, no, I've got 2014 on PC and the original on console. But... Ah. Uh, he borrowed my cable and the the console copy. So, it's a uh, pity you haven't got both on PC because you've got the import thing then, which lifts all the stuff out of the original Rocksmith and puts it into 2014. To be honest, I was tempted to buy the original Rocksmith for PC just so I've got them both, and then I could just give somebody the disc or get rid of it. Yeah. Um, 
it's great but, if yeah. you want to learn guitar i've got to admit I yeah no it was it was really stuff. good that is one of the reasons i did it because i wanted to get back into playing guitar um, yeah, and I've it, actually seen somebody who can't play guitar who now can play guitar yeah. using Rocksmith. It's really good. It is, but the it is very good. console versions... Okay. <laughs> oh, God, the, James. Uh, the console versions were a bit uh, lacking, weren't they? There was problems with the console versions. Yeah, it, so, it, yeah, it, it was a bit of a latency thing. That's why I, when I decided to get the second one, I got it on PC, just purely for that reason. Um, so, Wild Will Smith has got his Super Game Boy adapter. Now, that was a thing that let you play the Game Boy cartridges on the SNES, wasn't it? Was it the SNES? Yeah. Or was it the SNES? Tasty and beautiful. Yeah. It was good fun, that. Just made, made it cool. And then, also the Game Boy Booster, which was the fucking huge thing that just like yeah. turned it into a weird little arcade machine with a magnifying glass. Game Boy on steroids, right? It was. There. It was a Game Boy on steroids. It made it into it's, a joystick as well, looking at the picture. One of, one, of the best, one of the best things ever about those things, where you had to sort of sit with your head above the Game Boy, yeah. so you could look into the microphone <laughs> properly. It, it, all, it almost kind of... miles away from your hands, and you're it, just like, what the fuck's going on down there? <laughs> it almost kind of defeated the object of it being a Game Boy, though, because the point was supposed yeah. to be it was portable and you could take it anywhere. But as soon as you put it in something like that, it was like... I can't really carry it anywhere because this thing's huge and then I need a table to put it on to play it so it just it kind of defeated the point a bit this is the NX <laughs> that, that, that Game Boy Booster is the Bring NX bring portable console back and plug it in that's what the NX is based off we've, we've fucking figured this out well done Wild Will Smith you've you've cracked it you've that is the NX I'll tweet, I'll tweet that picture just because it's that is beautiful. Yeah, we, we will we will officially break news on the Nintendo NX with that. <laughs> All right, Paul. <laughs> and James, James, James is throwing in his high Paul before it's too late. <laughs> Why? Paul's dying. Paul can't die. <laughs> Calm down, Joshua. <laughs> yeah, the, your question about peripherals has been incredibly visual for a podcast. Hasn't it? it has. <laughs> Is, this is this is a problem with working with people through a forum. They're just like, I love this, and it's just like put a picture. So I have to do my best to describe as I do. But you have ten pages of images. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> listeners. Viewers <laughs> somewhere. Oh, viewers, yeah. They need to be viewers. We need to start like putting these things. We need to start doing like a live stream. No, we're not doing a live stream. That's a bad idea. James says bad things. Imagine what he looks like when he's saying them. Yeah, that's I'm true. I'm literally sat here in my boxes. So. <laughs> we Weirdly, I am we'll today. We'll just make it pay-per-view. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just make that. it a Twitch subscription <laughs> channel. So let's let's wrap up just because we've spent so long talking wrap shit up. this week. Your penis. Um, the show. The show. But put something around your penis just in case anyone sees. Um <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try and somehow transition into letting Phil just do a little plug for Don't Lose Your Headlines, but I don't know how to do it. So I'm just gonna say, Phil, over to you. <laughs> Thanks. Um yeah, basically Don't Lose Your Headline can be found on our website, which is www.dontloseyourheadline.net. You can follow us on Twitter at DLYHL Podcast. Um you follow me at Flipping Phil. Uh and if you follow me you'll find Brett and Chris's Twitters because I can't remember them. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you will find us on Twitter. And uh, don't lose your headline. Basically, if if you like this and you like the game show portion in particular, it's like that, but in 
far more rude than you guys in all fairness <laughs> we are much ruder than us we, we are incredibly taboo so if you like jokes about poo and sex and racism corner then that's that's, See, that's definitely don't lose your head for you yeah I go down that route but they don't let me <laughs> we've we've got we've got a slightly different demographic, I'm afraid, James. <laughs> yeah, then <no, no>, no. <laughs> we don't have a demographic. We take whoever wants to listen, whatever bizarre, strange people from Russia, it seems, wants to listen to our podcast. It's it's all right. We have strange people from weird Oriental countries that listen to us. It would seem to. Right. If you want to, if you want to ease into Don't Lose Your Headline, then the last episode did have Tom on, as uh, you mentioned. Earlier, yeah, it's so. a nice nice transition. So yeah, you can a, get something you know with something new and then just go back and catch up on everything else. Yeah. And there's also fun... We do silly forfeits at the end of each series for whoever loses because yeah. one of us has to lose and uh, the forfeits are always a laugh. And we make complete idiots of ourselves, really. Yeah. So, yeah, that's us. Very good. Uh, and then the same goes for us as usual. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's that underscore king underscore thing. Find us on Facebook by looking up that king thing and then you can... Uh, share the podcast via iTunes, Acast, and whatever else I've put us on. Tune in, Stitcher, we're on the lot. So, yeah. And I will obviously tweet some links to Phil's podcast when I tweet out the details for this show. So, there we go. Um, it's been great having you on, Phil, and thanks yeah, for having thanks me. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's yeah. been fun to come on and talk about computer games because we never get to talk about that yeah. on us. So <laughs> it's good to get to geek out a bit. Yeah, as I said to you the other day, it was good to come across, so we'll hopefully maybe do some kind of crossover again soon maybe yep. i don't know maybe send one of these two to you if any of them if either of them dare if not i'll come back and describe some more things if, for you. if you take one of us well yeah <laughs> well i'll not send james i'll not send james <laughs> we'll take you and then we'll eat you up and then we'll spit you back out the other side yeah. <laughs> do not i'd fit him brilliantly I'd do not dare send him it. back worse than he is <laughs> <laughs> The first few you know, it's been. It has about putting me dick in Xboxes and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, you need to come on our show. <laughs> so yeah. you're just fine. That, that was one of James's highlights. Let's say of that King thing was when he said he liked to jizz in an Xbox. <laughs> <coughs> well, so. I mean, if you had to do it with a console, <laughs> you know, we have open it. Xbox. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the fact that you went down the rape route there will please a lot of our listeners because it's quite a PlayStation. <laughs> it's it's quite a PlayStation heavy side, oh, so I they right, so okay. they'd like to see. Yeah, I I just went wrong. I know what I was trying. I knew what I was trying to say in my head, but I think oh, my listeners are rapists. Uh, I don't know about you. <laughs> I think at that That's point, I think at that point, it's a good time for us all to say bye and me hit the outro button. So everyone hit the outro button. Bye, everybody. Bye. My phone again. <laughs> oh wow! I need I need Drew to hear the fact that he phoned me, and then that went a twat is on the phone. <laughs> that couldn't have not been timed any better. <laughs>